Hi, and welcome to Regla Talks, Educating with Pride. I'm your co-host, Jason Cumplido, and my pronouns are she, they. I'm a program supervisor with Latino Equality Alliance, aka LEA, and the lead coordinator for the Ra Rainbow Education Coalition of LA, or Regla. For those of you that don't know, Recla is a grassroots campaign that focuses on advocating for safer and more inclusive resources for queer and trans students in the Los Angeles Unified School District. Thank you, Jacine, and I'm Jessica Santiago. My pronouns are she, her, and I am a community organizer with Lea and Recla. In this podcast, Recla Talks, Educating with Pride, we'll be discussing the current LASD school climate and how LGBTQ students are being affected. If you're a fan of the show, please do follow us on Instagram at r.e.c.la. Now let's get into it. We will be discussing three main things today. The first is an overview of RECLA. The second is an in-depth discussion of queer and trans youth in LAUSD schools and their opinions. And finally, we'll go over some recommendations for improving school experiences. Yes, uh, so real quickly, RECLA is a grassroots coalition that stemmed from Latino Equality Alliance back in 2019. It was inspired by the Queer All Year initiative, which is a step in the right direction by LAUSD, but can definitely be improved upon. We pride ourselves on working with teachers, parents, and students to understand how to create welcoming school environments for all. Latino Equality Alliance, or LEA, is an organization that fights for safety, wellness, and equity of cutie BIPOC communities. Yes, so Leia created the Reckla Initiative with the help of local educators and community members to support progressive school policy changes pertaining to LGBTQ youth and families. As of today, Reckla works to provide a safe space for youth by hosting bi-weekly club meetings and leading events like our annual Queer Prom, which is planned with the support of youth and other organizations, or a biannual Queer Clothing Exchange, which helps youth gain access to gender-affirming clothing. Recla also provides LGBTQ empowerment trainings and workshops for educators and parents alike. Yes, exactly. Very fun and educational events and gatherings. Lastly about Recla, our three main goals are, one, to create an accountability board, like an oversight board that would help keep schools accountable for implementing LGBTQ inclusive curriculum and practices. Our second goal is to have clear objectives in LAUSD's single plan for student achievement to set clear intentions in schools that cater to various student groups. And our third goal is to allocate a monetary budget amount every year for student program and staff trainings on gender diversity. Exactly. Our goals are to ensure queer and trans youth in LAUSD are provided the, with the best resources to support and thrive. Many youth feel underrepresented and unsupported in schools. In fact, only 56% of youth reported learning about LGBTQ history, movements, and or people at school. This insight comes from online survey responses that Recla collected from over 100 LGBTQ students from all over LAUSD earlier this year but I think it's only necessary to hear these concerns from youth themselves. Yes, um, I'm so glad we went over Rekla's origin story. And back in September of this year, we conducted a listening session with high school youth from LAUSD, and we asked some serious questions. And Jacene, can I just say that I was in awe of the stuff the youth were saying. Their emotions they had towards school in general, their opinions, it was very inspiring. 
Exactly. I feel the same way. Our youth always have so much to say. And once we provide them that space, like that one time that we had the listening session, I can tell that they were they felt very validated and affirmed in having their voices heard. Yes, absolutely. We actually have some of the listening session answers from youth. When asked about gender neutral bathrooms in their schools, the majority said they did not have any and even the ones that do have it in their schools do not fully agree it has been effective. Let's hear what our youth had to say about it. So our schools do provide us with gender neutral bathrooms, but the only issue is that when one or two students decide to not use them for its purposes, it revokes, like the gender neutral restroom gets revoked from everybody. And in order to use them, you have to find a staff member or an administrator to come and unlock the restroom for you. And they stand outside while you use the restroom. And it's kind of very awkward and it's really not like the best. Because other than that, you don't, you either have to use the female or male restroom. And it's like, there's obviously students who aren't in that category or who just generally want that privacy because the gender neutral provide, the gender neutral. Wow, isn't that so concerning that students actually have gender-neutral bathrooms, but they don't have access to them readily available? Isn't the whole point of gender-neutral bathrooms to provide a sense of comfort and safety for all students? Instead, they are being treated like delinquents and having staff wait outside of the bathroom, essentially doing the opposite of the gender-neutral bathroom's intended use. This is a prevalent issue that must be addressed. Our students should not have to be escorted to and from the bathroom just because they don't identify with the gender binary. There has to be a better way. And when we talked about how students felt in schools, there was a consensus among youth that did not fully feel safe. One of the youth said, LUSD schools are not properly funded and they have gangs and smoking. And another added, funding affects student success. Yes, the youth were being so authentic and true to themselves and their ideas that day. And every day, truly, they really understand what is going on and how it's affecting them. Here's another recording about youth safety. I don't personally feel like that safe, if like safe at all, at my schools, mainly because like even walking around my school because of where it's located because of all the gang violence and like um, homophobia and sexism and everything because it's like no matter what that someone is gonna have like something out for me because of like everything I identify with because I have so many minorities for them to choose from for them to want to harass me for that I don't think I'll ever truly feel safe in a sense because if they're not coming at me for being um trans it is because I'm queer or it's because I'm Hispanic or Mexican or anything or it's because I'm not I don't look Hispanic enough because I'm very white passing Wow, isn't that testimony so telling? How are students expected to learn and prepare for the future when they don't feel supported in the environment they spend most of their days in? Creating supportive classroom environments is crucial for fostering the holistic well-being and academic success of students, especially those navigating intersectional experiences such as being queer and a person of color. These students often face unique challenges stemming from societal biases and institutionalized neglect that can profoundly impact their educational journey. When students feel supported in their classrooms, they experience a sense of belonging that transcends beyond academic achievement. 
It provides them with a safe space to express their identities authentically, fostering a positive self-image and mental well-being. When students feel love and support in their classrooms, it's not just about acing tests. It's about feeling seen, heard, and valued for who they truly are. For our queer students of color, this support is like a lifeline, helping them build a positive self-image and keeping their mental well-being in check. Exactly. I definitely 100% agree. Um, Inclusive classroom environments not only validate the diverse identities of students, but also contribute to dismantling systemic barriers. When we recognize and celebrate the diverse identities in our curriculum, we're not just teaching facts, we're fostering a deeper understanding of the world. It's like a crash course in empathy, preparing our students to navigate the global stage with open minds. Breaking down barriers to education and addressing systemic neglect is not just an ethical imperative, but an investment in a more equitable future. By creating environments that embrace diversity and actively counteract institutional neglect, schools become catalysts for positive societal changes. Yes, and our world definitely needs more empathy. (laughs) (laughs) At first, this work might seem overwhelming, but as history has taught us, systematic change is possible. It may not happen overnight, but we can take the first step today. If you're listening to our podcast, then you care about this cause. Whether you're a student, parent, educator, or community member, your voice matters and we need your help. That's right, JC, and anyone can be part of our movement. We'll share some details in a bit about how exactly you can get involved with Regla. In the meantime, here are some easy ways to support our queer and trans students in school. Firstly, you can practice sharing and respecting pronouns. Our RECLA surveys showed that only 50% of teachers utilize this practice. This will help normalize sharing gender identities and reduce the chance of misgendering students based on assumptions. So true. Another suggestion we have for teachers is to leave notes for the substitute when a student has a preferred name. We've heard of students being called by their dead name during roll call, and it could have detrimental impact on some students' mental health. Creating this awareness around preferred names helps the students feel validated and comfortable in their classrooms. Yes, and our last quick suggestion is to be informed about local LGBTQ organizations to help with resources. We know that school budgets are tight, and sometimes we may rely on teachers to fill in those gaps, but that shouldn't be the expectation. Creating community partnerships with organizations will help provide resources, services, and support for students both in and out of the classroom. It takes a village. For schools in Boyle Heights, East LA, and Southeast LA, Latino Equality Alliance is always here and open for partnerships. We provide parent support groups, youth clubs, community events, and much more. Thank you, Jessica. That's really important information that I feel we must share with the community. Mm-hmm. Today, we discussed an overview of RECLA and did an in-depth discussion about queer and trans youth in LAUSD schools and their opinions. And finally, we went over some recommendations for improving school experiences. Thanks so much for listening. This really wouldn't be possible without you listeners and activists. We hope our conversation has sparked new ideas, opened minds, and inspired positive change in supporting LGBTQ students in schools. Remember, fostering inclusivity and acceptance is a continuous journey. Let's strive to create learning environments where every student feels seen, heard, and valued. To keep updated with the RECLA campaign, please follow us on Instagram or join our monthly coalition meetings. You can also sign our petition with our demands listed through the link in our Instagram bio. Your support is invaluable in shaping future discussions and ensuring that we contribute the ongoing efforts to create safe and affirming spaces for all students. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jason, and thank you to everyone listening. As we wrap up this episode, we encourage you to carry the torch of empathy and understanding. Together, let's build a world where every student can thrive and achieve their full potential. Thank you for being part of the conversation, and until next time, take care and keep making a positive impact in the lives of LGBTQ students in schools. If you're passionate about this topic, please show us some love on Instagram at r.e.c.la and stay in touch with us. 